Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is The World in 10 for Thursday, the 26th of January. I'm Tom Clayton. And I'm Laura Cook. The US warns tanks won't arrive in Ukraine for months. The Pentagon, I think, talked about this uh, earlier today. There's no date certain on the calendar. I think what we're looking at is what's probably going to be many months before they're actually there. And hundreds gather at a candlelit vigil to remember the victims of a shooting in California. It's a a tragedy that should not be happening. But the reason to come is to show respect and also to be together with other people. The Russian embassy in Berlin has described Germany's decision to send 14 of its Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine as extremely dangerous and one that takes the conflict to a new level of confrontation. Shortly after the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz approved the supply, the United States announced it will donate 31 of its Abrams battle tanks. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky praised what he called the very powerful step by the US and he thanked Germany for their willingness to strengthen the defence of Europe. Chair of the UK's Defence Select Committee, Tobias Elwood, says it's potentially a pivotal development in the war in Ukraine. Russia's ability to uh, endure hardship is far greater than ours. They want to drag this out as long as possible, possibly as long as until the next US election, when they're perhaps hoping that Donald Trump will turn back on the scene and how life might be different then. So it's important that 2023 is seen as the year that we break this deadlock with the necessary hardware. But America has said it could take months for the tanks to get the Ukraine front line, and President Zelensky says his country needs them urgently. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby said this was unlikely. The Pentagon, I think, talked about this uh, earlier today. There's no date certain on the calendar. I think what we're looking at is what's probably going to be many months before they're actually there. These tanks are meant to help Ukraine fight effectively uh, on open terrain to defend their sovereignty and their territory and to win back territory that the Russians have taken from them. As all of this unfolds, Russia has all but confirmed it's planning a renewed offensive on Ukraine in the spring. Air raid sirens have sounded across the country on Thursday, with Ukraine expecting a barrage of attacks in the coming days. Officials in Ukraine are expecting the renewed assaults to include attacks by land, sea and air, with Russian military vehicles moving in. It's also reported by local officials that the intensity of fighting in the town of Bakhmut is increasing, with Russia sending in large numbers of personnel and military hardware despite significant losses. Symbolically, the town has a large significance for both sides, though Western military leaders suggest it has little strategic value. Victims of a shooting in California have been remembered as around 200 people gathered for a candlelit vigil on Wednesday night. 11 people died at the weekend in Monterey Park, a hub of the Asian-American community just east of downtown Los Angeles. All of the dead, six women and five men, were in their 50s, 60s and 70s. 
This is my community, you know, like he shared with you, I, I grew up here and it's um, tragic and I guess I'm, like, you know, they were saying I'm trying to process my feelings as a community and I guess this felt like the best way to do it. Uh, just to show, show support and uh, show, show the love and care of the community. Residents there paying their tributes to the victims. Who Can Tran opened fire at the Star Ballroom Dance Studio, which is a venue popular with older members of the community. Tran then drove off. Police identified the 72-year-old as the lone suspect in the massacre that unfolded in the midst of a Chinese Lunar New Year celebration in a Monterey dance hall he had frequented. Investigators collected 42 bullet casings from the scene, which was one of California's bloodiest mass shootings. Diane Tran lives nearby and couldn't make sense of the attack. I live about two miles from here, um, so it's pretty close to home. Um, and the other dance studio that the shooter had gone to afterwards is just about a 10-minute walk from my house. So it's a little, it was very close to home and um, just very sh sad and shocking. And Authorities said Tran drove to another dance hall where a second would-be attack was thwarted. He later shot himself to death in his parked getaway vehicle as police closed in to make an arrest on Sunday. It ended an intense manhunt some 12 hours after the rampage which came just days before another California shooting killed seven on Monday. You're listening to The World in 10 from the Times of London. Analysis and insights into global events, all in just 10 minutes. Coming up, a stabbing on a train in Germany leaves two people dead. A new technology brings hope in the search for missing actor Julian Sands. Ministers in Germany have praised the courage of train passengers who supposedly helped subdue a knife attacker on Wednesday. Two were killed and several others were injured during the attack, which took place on a regional train travelling from Kiel to Hamburg, close to the Danish border in the north of the country. Schleswig-Holstein State's Interior Minister Sabine schäuterlein wack gave this update. We have to mourn two dead. There are eight injured, among them three seriously injured, and they are being treated at Neumünster Hospital. One of the injured is the presumed suspect. The suspect was arrested, and maybe it should be mentioned here that the passengers apparently acted very courageously. Police have revealed details of their suspected attacker, a man they're describing as possibly stateless but of a Palestinian descent, aged roughly between 30 and 35. Roadblocks were put in place on the roads nearby to stop the public from approaching. Spokesperson for Idseho Police, Astrid Haidon, explained the next steps. The crime scene has to be documented, witnesses have to be questioned and the crime's background needs to be brought to light. All of this is ongoing. Other passengers who helped subdue the attacker have been thanked by police. It's been two years since Donald Trump's suspension from Facebook and Instagram, but Meta Platforms Inc. have said his accounts will be restored in the coming weeks. The decision to ban the former president was a polarising one for Meta, Prior to suspending Trump, it had never blocked the account of a sitting head of state for violating content rules. It followed the removal of two of his posts during the Capitol Hill violence on January the 6th, 2021. Now, the social media company said in a blog post, it's put new guardrails in place to deter repeat offences. Trump announced in November he'll make another run for the White House in 2024. With 34 million followers on Facebook and 23 million on Instagram, 
it's unclear whether he'll take the opportunity to return to the platforms that are key vehicles for political outreach and fundraising. Time to look at sport now. Here's Kane Reeves. It appears the fallout between PGA and Live Golfers is now getting personal. Former Masters winner Patrick Reed has accused Rory McIlroy of acting like an immature little child after supposedly throwing a golf tee at the Northern Irishman. McIlroy admitted ignoring Reed on the driving range before the Dubai Desert Classic. It was in response to Reed taking legal action over the repercussions from joining Live Golf, of which McIlroy is a fierce critic. I was down by my bag and came up to me and I was busy working and sort of doing my practice and I didn't really feel like I didn't feel the need to acknowledge him so um, I didn't see a tee come in my direction at all but uh, apparently that's what happened and if rules were reversed and I had to throw that tee at him I'd be expecting a lawsuit so. <laughs> New technology is being used in the rescue efforts as teams continue to search for the missing British actor Julian Sands. Rescuers in California say they're unable to access high ground because of poor weather, but the Sheriff's Department in San Bernardino County says it was hopeful that they could pinpoint an area on which to focus efforts. The technology can detect electronic devices and credit cards. Sands was reported missing in the San Gabriel Mountains in Southern California almost two weeks ago. And finally, after years of sharing passwords with family and friends, Netflix is cracking down on device sharing at the end of March. Six years ago, the streaming platform said that love was sharing a password, but a remarkable change in tack means they're going in the opposite direction and we'll all have to buy our own accounts. Now fear not, as they won't be getting rid of your progress on season two of Emily in Paris, but they will be charging you for it, an extra $3 a month to be exact. It'll apply to anyone who wants to share the account with someone outside their household. It comes as the platform says it's lost millions of account holders in 2022, citing it to be a tough year. And that's your World in 10 for Thursday, the 26th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.